Hey everyone, Scott Cunningham, make a Scottsy Business. Today we're going to be talking about Google Plus and how it is ending its entire platform. It is shutting it all down on April 2nd. On February 4th, they announced that it would be basically locked down. You can't create new pages, you can't create new events, new communities, anything like that. So at this point, for the next two months, it's really just there for you to retrieve anything that you had on there, download your archive, whatever you want to do before it is effectively eliminated. This process was sped up after they had a massive security breach in October, I believe, where more than half a million users had um, their close to home data released. And then in November, I believe, here, let me just pull this up quickly. In November, they had a product refresh that released, accidentally released, 52.5 million clients' information, including names, messages, and occupations. So they've been screwing up left and right. They have been not valuing, not securing, not protecting your privacy. And... You know, not only that, but realistically, a lot of people weren't super interested in Google+. Um, they weren't using it a lot. In 2015, when it was getting a little bit more traffic, even then, you know, an investigation by Stone Temple Consulting had said that 90% of people who had a Google Plus profile had never posted. So it goes to show, you know, how interested people were, how engaged they actually were with Google+. Not very much. Um... Hopefully any refugees from Google Plus are now going to look to alternative platforms like Gab or, you know, partially blockchain integrated platforms like Minds and Sola or fully blockchain integrated platforms like Tribe and Steam, amongst others. Um, I really hope that as various, you know, massive platforms, massive traditional platforms end, you know, whether it's due to censorship, like I think will be the end of Twitter and Facebook, or it's privacy breaches, which would be Facebook again, or like this, where it's a privacy breach and, you know, they're not, they're not giving their users what they wanted, obviously, when 90% of people weren't engaging or using the platform to actually make posts. Clearly, they didn't they didn't get value from the platform that the platform thought they might have been getting. But I'm glad to see that even one of the largest tech companies can't just manipulate everyone into liking Google+. They had to get rid of it because people did not like it. So clearly we have a little bit more impact than people are willing to give us, us the general public, credit for. But, you know, maybe, maybe this can give some precedent to how other platforms operate and, you know, whether or not they will be able to sustain themselves if they don't align with the interests of their general user base. Because we're seeing it's getting worse and worse where they're, they're, make, they're adding more and more users to the outcast category where the outcast category is getting so big that they might eventually be the majority. And then they'll all just move to a different platform, making Facebook and Twitter and whatever obsolete. Because, you know, we're seeing a lot of the censorship on Google, Facebook, and Twitter, amongst other major platforms, is coming from enforcing intersectionality. And it's just not working out very well for them. So I'm curious to see 
what happens next? What do you guys think is going to happen next? Do you think Google Plus shutting down is setting a precedent, sort of showing that massive platforms are going to get shut down because people are going to go elsewhere? It's pretty sad when they used to have, you know, 30 million users daily going through and 90% of those people weren't posting. You're getting insanely more engagement, higher engagement rates on places like Minds and Sola, which have a tiny fraction of that traffic. So we're already seeing that with way less traffic, we've got way more engaged communities because no one's afraid to say anything. No one's no one's censoring themselves before they even need to be censored by an institution. And that's what we want. That's what we want to avoid more than anything. We don't want people to start censoring themselves out of fear. And that's why blockchain platforms and blockchain integrated platforms and free speech advocate platforms are so crucial moving forward and they're going to solve a lot of these issues like censorship and privacy violations and all these different things monetization demonetization a lot of these are going to be solved by blockchain platforms so what do you think is the next platform to go down i'm going to assume it's maybe like something like tumblr or one of the smaller platforms but maybe it's facebook let me know what you think in the comments below and not just what you want to happen because I'm sure all of you are going to say we want Facebook to go down, but rather what you actually think is going to happen next. I mean, you can share both. Let me know what you want to see go down next and what you actually think is going to um, is going to die down next and what will be the replacement for Google+. Hopefully a blockchain platform or a blockchain integrated platform or one of the ones I mentioned earlier, but we will see. I'm really thinking Minds has lately been a very interesting champion of the people. It seems like it's getting a lot of the a lot of the blockchain integrated social platform credit for free speech advocation. So we'll see. I'm really interested to see how this plays out. Let me know what you guys think in the comments. I'm Scott Cunningham, make a Sconsy Business, signing off. Bye, Google. Thank <music> you.